Today is October 10th, 2018, and in today's episode, we're talking about BTS winning an AMA, Jungkook's injury at a London show, and a scathing interview in a London publication, and our thoughts on it. All this and more in this edition of BTS, the fan podcast that talks about the best group in the world, BTS. Let's get it. Hi guys. Hi Army. How is everyone today? Hey, we're back, Flash. This is our first real official podcast. We just recorded an introduction, which if you haven't listened, go ahead and take a listen to that. But this is our first real one. Are you excited, Molly? Yes, BT, yes, I am. (laughs) BT, yes, girl, yes. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about the biggest headlines in BTS news. And we're going to be talking about also what's coming up on their calendar for them. So, you know, if you're looking for a news source to get all of your BTS fix, you've come to the right place. Since we're here in the States, we're going to do, um, you know, a lot of the awards and stuff that they win here in the States. The American Music Awards were last night. Last and night. yes. Well, unfortunately, they weren't there in person. So everybody knows, well, not everybody, but last year was their first televised performance at the AMAs. So, you know, that was the first time I ever saw them perform or even heard of them. And I know that was a big introduction to the American crowd. So, like, this is, like, a special place in BTS's heart. And while they weren't able to attend because they were performing in London for the Love Yourself Tour – they um, did win an award. Um, so they won the, the award for social artist and it was given out on the red carpet. And obviously they weren't there in person, but they did pre-record a message, which was really cute. As per usual, RM did a lot of the speaking <laughs> and he said <laughs> thank you and how much he loves, you know, the fans and like, it's really great. And all the guys at the very end said a couple of words in English, which was really cute. Um, and they basically just said, thank you AMAs and stuff like that so um, that's definitely something that you can check out online and something else for you all to know who are listening anything that we mention or reference we're going to have available um, in our show notes and links and on our website so you can always check out more about what we're talking about including like the video for this and their acceptance Yes. Awesome and uh, another thing I want to mention so it just came out a couple hours ago Time Magazine actually uh, wrote an article about them and called them the next generation leaders. Um, I won't go too deep into the article, but it was very well written. It just talks about how they kind of transcend that um, language barrier between using their music. And it's it's a really good, well-written article. So definitely check that out. And um, it, it's a huge honor to be on a time cover um, especially in the States and uh, definitely check that out. And as Erica said, we'll have the link to that article as well. Yes, indeed. And, you know, hopefully soon we'll be able to talk about that article too. So I haven't gotten a chance to read it yet, but I'm really excited. Yes. Um, so one of our 
main headlines that we're talking about uh, is Jungkook's injury that he had in London. From from what we understand, he was it was after their practice or their warm up for the show, and he was stretching, and he somehow I, I really kind of want to see a video of this collided with the furniture that was set up wherever <laughs> they they were. I mean, but I don't funny. know how you do that. I know it's not, but I don't know how you do that with light stretching. Um, with with Jungkook, who knows what he was doing? Yeah, actually, but, I was I was thinking um, we could read the statement. Approximately two hours ago, following rehearsal and sound check, Jungkook was lightly stretching in the waiting room when he collided with floor furnishings and suffered an injury to his heel. Medical staff immediately responded and performed the necessary treatment. The opinion of the medical team is that while the injury is not serious, performing choreography may do further damage to the injured area. Following the advice of medical staff, Jungkook will take part of the perform- in the performance tonight, but will remain seated without choreography. That was the written statement that was issued, but also it was read to the audience in the stadium in London as well. Yes. And just to touch on that, I watched a couple of videos that were posted of, you know, when he came out and army fans are just so great and everyone's yelling his name and he starts crying and gets so emotional. And we just, we all know how hard that was for him. He's one of the main dancers. He's one of the best dancers. And you can just, you can tell he loves to dance when you watch him and he loves to perform and if any, if this would have happened to any one of them, I feel like they would have done the exact same thing. You know, they would have been very emotional about it and they want to go out there and give the best performance for Army. And you could just see the disappointment in his face. You know, Jungkook, we just want you to know we love you and <laughs> you were there and you're healthy and you're going to recover. And that's all that matters. And if, if that ever does happen in the future, know that we don't care if you don't dance and we just want you to be healthy and happy and here. Yeah. Um, I was on YouTube when I, <laughs> like I always am. Um, <laughs> when I found out about the news, it popped up in, it popped up in my feed and I was like immediately like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was glad to hear it wasn't super serious, but I still did feel for him and I felt for everybody who was at the concert and I could tell that he was like, really frustrated and sad just that like he couldn't put on like the show that mm-hmm. you know they wanted to see this is their first time in Europe this is their first time performing in London so I know that's like a big thing of like oh man I wanted to give them the full experience and now I can't and with what they said about lightly stretching it's possible that the guys were just like joking around or doing something you know and it's like one of those injuries that happens like in a stupid way which could be make it even worse you mm-hmm. know you're like, oh, my gosh, I was just goofing around, and now, you know, it's this. Um, but I'm so glad it's not serious. And what I really loved in all the videos that I was watching from um, fans who shot footage from the night is just, like, how comforting all the other guys were, like, Jimin, you know, coming in, you yes. know, during Ampen Man, like, putting his arm around him or all the other guys. And he was crying so much. And I know the audience was just like, oh, little Jungkook. Like, we never see him really like that, you know, because he always no. just, like, on his on his game, he can do everything. You know, he is like the Superman of the group, you know, so to see him like that vulnerable was like, oh my gosh. And you know, 
a lot of his hard work comes from a very deep place. So to see him injured made me very sad. Mm -hmm. So I know it seems like I was like laughing a little bit or whatever, but um, I wasn't laughing at the situation, just at like the wording of it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I was just very much like sad, but I'm happy that it's not a serious thing. Yes, I agree. So um, I think this, this is what I really wanted to talk about. And this came out a few days ago. London has a magazine called the the Times. It's not like Time Magazine. Um, it's it's they're not affiliated. It's called the Times, and they came out with an article. You know, they're coming to London to do a tour. I'm going to say this guy's name. His name's Richard Lloyd Perry, and he's the guy that wrote the article. You know, when I think of journalists writing articles on pop stars or on musicians. The angles that they that they take, you know, can make or break that person depending on, you know, their platform. But starting for me, starting on the cover, there's a little blurb that says BTS, the biggest band you've never heard of them. And to me, like that, that just starts off right there. Like, they're like, who are these guys? And just because you as a writer or someone else doesn't know who they are doesn't mean they don't have millions and millions of fans and that right I mean that's that's right on the cover you've never even heard of these guys and then you start getting into the article and you know obviously people are interest always interested in the love lives of celebrities or you know people like that but there's an entire paragraph only focusing on their love life and why they don't date and trying to quote Suga about why they don't have girlfriends. And even if they did, for one, it's none of their business. And for two, like, this isn't Teen Beat Magazine, you know, like, we're not trying to get to know, like, who their girlfriends are. Like, this is supposed to be a story about BTS and their message and how they're, you know, taking over. And their message isn't, oh, romantic love. It's loving yourself and loving the world and loving other people. That just that just kind of irked me as well. And then, all right, ARMY, this is a big one. He called the acronym for ARMY his, quote, a baffling phrase. So just because you don't understand what it means doesn't mean anyone else is baffled by it or doesn't understand it or is confused by the phrasing just because you yourself don't understand it. And then this is the big thing that I know a lot of ARMY have already gone on and attacked this magazine for is them questioning RM's intelligence. Um, He actually doubts RM's IQ. The guy says that he he was reading a fan thing about all the guys and it says RM's IQ. And he's like, I don't know if I believe that. Um, And then he doubts his English and he after he doubts that and compares him to Joey Tribbiani from Friends, kind of saying he's the illiterate one of, even though he's the only one that speaks fluent English, um, there's a direct quote from RM, and he uses his exact syntax and his exact phrasing, which we know isn't going to be 100% correct because he's not American. He's Korean. He speaks Korean. They're, they switch phrases. The syntax of their sentences are totally different than ours. For him to be able to, for the most part, distinguish between that and switch those 
is amazing. There's so many people in this world that can barely even speak their own language, much less be bilingual. And he knows Korean and English and can speak fairly articulate. I mean, he can speak better than some people that I know that are American. (laughs) He can speak better English. Also calls Jimin Park. That's Jimin's last name. That's not his first name. His last name is Park. And it's like he doesn't understand that when you say Park Jimin, that's how they say their they say their last name first before the first name. And he's referring to in the paragraph, he's talking about sugar and Jimin speaking. And he says, Park says, blah, 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 blah. That's not his name. His name's Jimin. His last name is Park. <laughs> and it just, you know, it just really irked me the whole thing. And it just seemed very um, kind of condescending the whole article. And, Like the guy was like, oh, these guys are big, but he didn't really understand why they're as big as they are. And everything he he said kind of had a backhanded comment with it. And I was really frustrated with the whole thing. And I initially just saw it because of the how he was treating RM. And then when I read the rest of the article, it just it made me even more angry you know, we have enough hate in this world and all BTS is trying to do is spread the love and to have an article written about a group that has a positive message that seems like they're trying to downplay that or um, even if it wasn't their intention, there should have been someone, an editor, someone somewhere that said, okay, this doesn't sound right. This doesn't sound quite right. And you know, who knows how many stages it had to go through, but all of those people let it go through. And um, it just, it just, it frustrated me. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, when you told me about this article, it really frustrated me. And so it's one of those things that like, you almost don't want to like give it the clicks, give it the attention because it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. But one of the things when I was, after you told me about it and I was going to research it today is Everything that came up even higher than the article was that BTS ARMY is not impressed with this. They're angry about this article. So, like, they're actually trending more and, like, their responses are trending more, which is awesome because, like, you get to see that point of view, too, as opposed to just the point of view of the guy writing the article, which is very, like, skewed. And it's like, I don't, I mean, I don't even know where it's coming from or why he seems to be a little bit bitter. I don't even know what it is, but it's just like narrow-minded and ethnocentric, like you said about like the language thing. I found that like, this is not just a British thing. I'm not putting this only on England because I don't think it is an England thing, but I see it here in the United States too. So many people get very mean about speaking a certain language. Like, oh no, you need to speak English, like learn English. And like, you should just know it. And if you're going to be here, you better know it. But then it's like, have some compassion. Right. Where is your where is your empathy for someone? Like you probably don't even speak another language. And anyone who has ever learned another language starts to understand how hard it is. And it's not just even about learning it in the classroom and acing a quiz with a bunch of other Americans, or in this case, a bunch of other Brits. It's about actually using the language somewhere else. And it's hard to always think on your feet and know like the best way to express yourself that seems like super natural and, you know, super uh, slang or colloquial or anything like that. 
in terms mm-hmm. of RM's level, yep. I've been impressed since I met him. Like part of the reason I got more into BTS is because of his command of the language and that his personality shines through. And so it's just really insulting to have someone like put someone down, someone who probably doesn't speak another language or have any sympathy for someone or sympathy or empathy for someone learning another language and how difficult that is to like talk at this level. It's not like, oh, I'm going to the store and picking up a grape. You know, it's you're on your feet, you're translating for other people, you're speaking about very random things all the time. That takes a lot of time and energy, including all the other stuff that they do so excellently. Yeah, some of the other things like you mentioned that he said, like, are just really weird. And maybe it's for me to talk about at a different time. But like, I think something that people don't get, especially in you could say in the Western world, or in America or England is that I feel like being a pop star in South Korea, my understanding of it is more of like an honor. Like here in America, we have like certain jobs that are considered mm-hmm. an honor, like maybe being a doctor or being in the, uh, the real army, <laughs> um, being in the military. Um, being like a police officer, a fire fighter, or anything like that. Those are seen as mm-hmm. honorable jobs if you do them. They're seen as like, wow, you're really dedicating your life to something and you have a standard to live up to. And people really admire that. I feel like being a pop star in Korea is the same thing because it's like you're an ambassador to the world. We're going to train you. We're going to invest in you. But there's also like, you know, guidelines that you have to follow. You're going to be a role model, but instead of like here where people are like, ah, I don't, I'm not a role model. I'm just myself. Like, don't look at me like that. I'm doing my own thing. So now I'm going to rebel. Um, I feel like they take it really seriously and they're like, no, people are looking up to us. We have a duty to do our country and our families and ourselves proud. And so we're going to live up to the agreements that we made about what we're focusing on. You know, if you're like, let's say you're a bachelor here in the United States and you're like, you know what, at this point in my life, I'm not focusing on relationships. I'm focusing on building my career. I'm focusing on building my business. And I just want to concentrate on work at this point in my life. And maybe when I'm a little bit older, that's when I kind of look more in a relationship. But right now, I just don't have time for that. No one thinks that's a big deal, but that's exactly what they're doing. Yet they're right. being put down for it because they're not overly focusing on, you know, sexuality or, you know, all these other tactics that a lot of cheap tactics, I feel that a lot of groups and people focus on now and now they're being put down for that. Oh, but then they're not smart enough. Like, I don't know. I just think that there's a cultural clash there and there's a lot of judgment instead of taking time to understand that maybe it Mm -hmm. means something different to them. Maybe they're coming at it from a different point of view. And most groups in the United States can't speak for Britain, but I think it's a little bit the same there. They maybe last a little bit longer, but most groups don't last that long. There's a lot of fighting and a a lack of harmony because everyone's like out for themselves. And this is just so right. It's collectivity minded and it's their focus on, on something higher rather than let's be the next hottest band so we can get a bunch of girls and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just ignorant. I just, yeah, when you were telling me that, I was just getting, like, so angry, and apparently we're not the only ones. ARMY's very upset about this, too. And from what I could tell reading through, like, ARMY responses, sorry, (laughs) what I could tell reading through ARMY responses is that this is actually something that happens more often than you think. For me, it's hard because I'm new, and I just am in my bubble with BTS, and all I see is awesomeness, you know? But something that happens with a lot of pop stars is they always have to, like, prove themselves. They always have to prove that they're 
they mm-hmm. are actually making legitimate music and that they're real people and they're they're worthy of anything that's happening. And everybody's so quick to write pop music off as fluffy or insignificant or stupid or whatever. So processed. They're just this, but they put so much of themselves into everything that they do. And I just think it's just really like, I guess, ignorant to just write it off so quickly. And it's okay if it's not your thing, but why mm-hmm. do you have to like insult it? I agree exactly with with what you just said. Um, yeah. And, and it's like, just just listen to their music. And if you don't know Korean, look up the, the translations and read the words to their songs and, and see the substance that's there and the issues that they talk about and have talked about in the past. And they've been at the forefront of like singing about cultural issues for years. They haven't, they didn't just start doing that. They've been doing that for three or four years now and they're all in their twenties. You know, they, they have more class and more like depth to them than many, many adults that I know. And yeah, it's to just write them off so quickly and, and just to kind of judge so quickly, I guess, even in just one meeting, do your research a little bit better. And And they got the privilege to actually meet these guys and all you're doing is casting, like, what a waste, like, let me interview them, okay? (laughs) Like, what a waste. Yes. We're we're going to put that out there army let us interview them and it'll be the best interview that you've ever heard we promise <laughs> yes uh just give us some time to prepare but it will be <laughs> as soon as we stop hyperventilating but hopefully you know like even with this article like this is just one thing but there's so much positivity positivity happening for BTS right now they are at the top of the world in terms of like just their music People getting to know them, people appreciating their work ethic, them, you know, doing this next leg of their Love Yourself uh, tour, which is now in Europe and just everything. And so I'm just excited for them. I know we just jumped on this train pretty recently, but, you know, we are wanting a first class ticket. OK, we want to just be there. <laughs> um, so we're all in. So yeah, um, that's kind of a good leading in. So we'll talk about what's coming up for BTS. Um, first thing I want to mention real quick, uh, since we are the English speaking BTS podcast, um, we want to talk about the People's Choice Awards here in the States. And I've always loved the People's Choice Awards, um, because it, it allows us to be able to vote. We don't get I'm not sure how the nominees are picked, uh, but it allows the fans to be able to vote and we get to pick, you know, who wins all these categories. BTS is nominated in four different categories. Uh Um, They're nominated (laughs) for best group, best song, best music video, and the top social celebrity for 2018. So, you and go the song to, is for, not that, I mean, it might not matter because you think all their songs are great, but the song and the music video are for both for Idol. 
Um, and we'll post a link to the website to vote, but you can vote multiple times in each category. So um, I think it's 25 times in each category. So I'm going to finish. <laughs> I voted about half of my votes in each category. So I got to go finish doing that. But yeah, everybody vote for them and let's just make them break all the records and be even bigger here in the States than they already are. Leading up to that, do you want to talk about their kind of their schedule coming up here? Yes. And before I do, I just wanted to let everyone know that you might have said this. Sorry if you did. Um, voting does close on October 19th. And the People's Choice Awards actually are airing on November 11th. So you have a few days, um, probably a little bit from the time that this is posted or you come across this, get your votes in. And yeah, now to talk about what's coming up on their schedule. BTS is very busy in their careers right now. So we want to just let you know so you can catch appearances. You can just know where they are in the world, things like that. So coming up on the 12th, they're going to be on the Graham Norton show live um, in the UK or I actually, you know what? I don't know if it's live or pre-recorded at all. So it's a British show. We're here in America. So I've, I've seen clips occasionally of the show. Um, it's like a talk show um, kind of uh, similar to for our American fans like Jimmy Fallon, you know, late night with Jimmy Fallon or something like that. Um, but they're going to be appearing on that. So I plan on being on YouTube to try to find their appearance after <laughs> the fact. Yes. So. We'll definitely be talking about that. Just to throw it in, yes, I love the Graham Norton show. He's really funny. He always asks really good questions. Um, and I know they're just performing, um, or I think they're just performing, so hopefully maybe he'll get to talk to him for a few minutes because he's a really good host and he always asks really good questions. So, so yes, I'm very much looking forward to that. I think I've seen, like, Will Smith on there doing the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. <laughs> and then a couple of other things, but I've never watched, like, the entire show, you know? We're really excited about this. Coming up on the 13th of October is Jimin's birthday. <laughs> well, Jimin, I have a special message for you today. And I'm going to say this totally wrong, even though I've been practicing all day. Single tukaeyo, Jimin. Oh. Single tukaeyo. Well, you have a very happy birthday, Jimin. That's so cute. I don't know any Korean yet, I'm hoping to learn, but I'm at like ground zero. I'm at like negative zero Korean, but I want to echo that sentiment. Happy birthday, Jimin. You're so cute and sweet. And also for Jimin's birthday, they're going to be performing um, at in Amsterdam um, for the Love Yourself Tour. So that'll be fun. And hopefully that they'll give him a nice little birthday welcome from the crowd and everything like that and celebrate with him there. And then on the 16th and 17th of October, uh, the boys will be in Germany, in Berlin. They're performing at the Mercedes-Benz Arena. So that'll be fun. Feel Spaß, as they say, auf Deutsch. So I know a little German, which is not really relevant <laughs> to this at all. But <laughs> So they have a lot of exciting things happening. <laughs> Um, and I can't wait to see all the footage. It's so much fun to just watch all the clips and almost feel like you're there with these crazy fan views uh, just to see how fun they are and how they cut loose on stage. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the clips from these two, these two um, performances. Me too. Yeah. Since, since we missed all their performances here in the States and um, it's not, in the cards for us to go abroad right now to see them. We're kind of living for all these fan cams and 
all these YouTube videos of their performances so we can feel like we were there with you guys. And again, if you guys get to go, just know how lucky you are to be there and be the best fans you can be for them because you know they're going to give you the best performance they can give. That's right. And I think that for today, that's all we have. Yeah, so that's going to be um, be the news for the day. And we hope you guys have a good night. And we love you, ARMY. We love you, ARMY. So until next time, why say no when you can say... B-T-Yes.